some of this, Michael. Be one of us. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. No running in the hallway. Spook House Podcast. Welcome, welcome. This is uh, Jason. And I'm Phil. And we're here to talk about horror movies because we just need one more podcast, right? That's right. There's not a lot of horror movie podcasts out there. No, no who would think? <laughs> who would think? <laughs> not who would a possibly lot. think? Well, it's okay. We're still going to do one. Because we're better than the rest. Well, there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there, too, there's but too those many. seem to be all the rage. That's probably the most saturated uh, yeah. Podcast and the only one really like last podcast and lives really the only true crime podcast that I listen to, but they're pretty uh, funny. Yeah, I listen to a podcast about the Zodiac. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with the Zodiac case. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I know all about it. I know about potential suspects. And so, do you think the Unabomber did it? Definitely not. No, okay. that one's ridiculous. It right. wasn't the Unabomber. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of true crime podcasts, so we have a local, it's like a magazine slash newspaper sort of thing yeah. called Indie Weekly. Okay. And every year they have, they vote like the best of each whatever in, you know, our town basically. In Raleigh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Or well, in the, the triangle. In the triangle. Because Raleigh, Durham, Chapel, Chapel Hill. Hill. It's a pretty big area. And they have a best podcast section. And yeah, the, you sent me the picture today. Yep. Yeah. And the winner went to criminal which i can understand because they've got some really interesting uh i haven't listened to it yet it's pretty good um she she records out of the npr studio here Mm -hmm. in raleigh um and she gets i mean the one that i always remember she went to the the body farm in texas okay um, where uh they people like they instead of like don't they donate their bodies but it's for a body form where they say like they do all kinds of tests on the the their corpses and stuff that was really interesting i also did one on um Uncle Pappy's, which is a whiskey that's like super expensive to get. Yeah, cool story. How about we don't promote them on our podcast? <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't All want right. them to get big or anything. Oh no, because no. they're of only the spook houseless. <laughs> <laughs> They've only got millions of that downloads. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> on our way. Yeah. All two. All two of our listeners that are our girlfriends. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we're just getting the ball rolling. Yeah. Just getting the ball rolling. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, uh, they won best indie weekly but we're coming for you next year we're coming for you we're hot on your heels yeah i mean by this time next year we'll we're taking you down all right yeah yeah we are we're gonna be on the biggest studio and car burritos won best burrito in the triangle now i would like to think that it's because we gave them a shout out on our last podcast for having the same font as killer clowns from outer space you know it, it didn't hurt didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, they got the spook house those, bump. Those four, <laughs> those four extra votes sent them over the edge. 
Oh, I certainly, I was, you know, voting it in there as hard as I can go with my phone. Yeah, the spook house bump. Yeah. Oh, um, kind of some exciting news. We have a, a an email account. So oh, yeah. That, yeah. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, send them to the spookhousepodcast at gmail.com and we'll give them a read. Yeah, we've also got an Instagram. Yeah, uh, the Spook House Podcast. Yeah, so, so give uh, that a follow. Reach, yeah, review to follow. Reach out to us on either of those platforms, and we'll definitely get back to you. Yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts, good or bad, because uh, we're here, you know, to try and improve the the podcast as best we can. Yeah, the first episode was literally the first time I've like recorded my voice. So hmm, not even in high school when we had those Macs. Mm, I don't think so. Okay, maybe a little bit. I don't I know. Speaking you. <laughs> you of know, the first episode. Did you notice you call me Philip? I did call you that. Yeah, you call me that like four times, and only my mom and my grandma call me Philip. <laughs> I've gone by Phil for, oh, I don't know, the last 15, 20 years. <laughs> so that that shows how long you've known me. Yeah, it's been a long, long time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I know there's a couple other uh, Philips in my life. <laughs> yeah. And they go by, well, I guess they go by Phil a lot, too. I don't know, but okay. I call you Phil some, too. I'd like to think I'm number one. I'm the number one. <laughs> You're my number one <laughs> podcast host in the field. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, so I guess any uh, anything else? Did you have you watched anything this week, uh, horror or non horror related? Um, I watched Night of the Demons last night with my girlfriend. Eighties classic. Yeah, she turned to me and said those magical words, "Babe, I want to watch an eighties horror movie." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was taken. I was had to you know catch my breath there. And I was like, I got you, babe. What do you want to watch? Are you looking for serious? You're looking for funny? You're looking for gory? Ooh. So the, we the just w- kind of landed on that, you know? And that's right. It's on Amazon Prime, right? It is. It is. Cool. And speaking of Amazon Prime, the movie we're going to cover today, It Follows, is on Amazon Prime. Yes. As was Kill the Clowns from Outer Space. KK Boss. Yeah. So. Absolutely. It's nice and accessible. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen these movies yet. Pause it. We'll wait. <laughs> Spoiler alert, because we're going to ruin the movie. Well, we're going to wait an hour and a half. Dead air. <laughs> Are you ready? And All right, welcome cool. back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're going to try to do uh, movies that you can find accessible streaming or, you know, otherwise, or maybe a new movie, you know, every once in a while. Or, you know, when we get down the road, we might do something that's not quite as uh, accessible, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So we won't go, like, fully obscure horror you know down so the you don't want to go like a like the 40th lucy lucio fulci movie mm, not yet not yet well zo- i know zombie streaming on amazon prime oh okay. or zombie 2 that's the biggest confusing <laughs> shit ever by yeah, the way yeah when they show the sequel when they have the sequel streaming but not the original <laughs> it's like zombie 2 which is a sequel to dawn of the dead which is a sequel to night of living dead <laughs> yeah uh my head's already hurting all right. So, uh, what did you think of Night of, the, Night of the Demons? I've never seen that movie in its entirety. I know who Angela is. I've actually seen the remake that they did. Um, Night of the Demons wasn't that bad. I mean, it's an 80s horror movie. A lot of good practical makeup effects. Which is always great. Yeah, it's kind of a just a fun party movie. Yeah, it really and is. It actually reminded me a little bit of Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It, it doesn't take itself too serious. Yeah. It, I think it knows what it is. It's very mm-hmm. self-aware, so it's a fun time, you know. No, I've seen. I'm I'm not saying it's a, you know, it's not Shawshank Redemption level <laughs> acting, you know. Well, Angela, she's the demon in that movie, right? 
I think so. Yeah, I've seen all of the sequel, which okay. actually has Ben Stiller's wife or ex-wife now. She's in that one. Oh. Um, and I've seen pieces of the original Night of the Demon, mm-hmm. Night of the Demons, and I've seen all of the remake. Um, did yeah. that have Edward Furlong in it? It did have Edward Furlong. In hey. It. Shout out to Edward Furlong. Still getting work after Still all these years of work. maybe giving your five-year-old kid cook. <laughs> like, okay, guy. I don't know this story, but oh, let's not go there right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> Edward Furlong, you... <laughs> you scoundrel. You scound, you vondruk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I should we start talking about It Follows? Oh, I mean, some news real quick. Oh, a little heart news. Yeah. We're they, gonna uh, get it follows. Yeah, we will, we promise. But uh they released a, a just a follow us along until <laughs> we get there. They released released a poster for uh Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining uh, today. Okay, I saw the movie poster, you sent it to me, and that is all I know. Do you know anything else? Well, yeah, I've read the book and it's not his strongest book. Really? Yeah, it's a direct sequel to the shining, the book, not the movie, The Shining, because he hates The Shining. He like goes okay. on record about how yeah, much he hates he The does. Shining, yeah. um, the movie, uh, and so it's a sequel to the the original Shining, and it's Danny grows up. He's got his own drug problems because you know a lot of people that that ruins their family. <laughs> sure. Um, and it's he's there's he's being followed by this group of kind of vampires called the True Knot. Okay, I'm already a little turned off right now yeah. by this premise. Van- you, you threw the word vampires. You well, they're the not—they're not vampires mm. per se, but they kind of do vampire-ish. They don't drink blood, but they do some things kind of vampire-ish. Do they hang out on boardwalks and ride motorcycles? No, but that's a good movie, though. Oh, you damn right it is. <laughs> and I almost picked it for no sequel month, but then I remembered. Wait a second. They released that there's wonderful like, Lost Boys sequel. There's at least two sequels to it. I think there's just one. I thought there were two. I don't know. But anyway, there's more than one, or yeah. there's there's more than one Lost Boys movie. So yeah, this and they're quite a make. pile of fucking shit. Yeah. But, um, so getting <laughs> back to the Stephen King, like, so, I, I mean, is there like a director involved? Oh yes, yeah, any... that's what that's what has my um me most excited about this movie. Not so much that the book, which is kind of meh. It's not bad. I know some people really hate it, but I thought it was just kind of meh. Um, but Mike Flanagan, do you know who Mike Flanagan is? No. All right, he directed no. Oculus, which is really good. I never saw that. Um, it's really good if you um, we could have done that for no sequel month because it doesn't have one. He directed the one Ouija movie that's not a pile of shit. There's uh, two? Yeah, there's two. One of them's a prequel, which is really good. He also did, have you watched that um, the Honing of Hill House series on uh, Netflix? I have. You didn't like it? Uh, I loved oh, it. Okay. All right. Yeah, we if never, you don't like it, it's fine. You don't we, have to agree with me. We talked about this. Well, no, we haven't talked about this. No, we um, haven't talked about it. Man, I made it to like three episodes, and it was just too jump scary. Mm-hmm. And I have a real problem when the haunted house is such an obvious haunted house. <laughs> like, it looks like the haunted house at Disneyland. Like, these giant hallways and cobwebs. <laughs> it's like... Ugh, yeah. Okay. okay. I can understand that. I, um, I I gave it a shot. Yeah. I tried my best. Yeah. After it's true. Like three episodes, I was like, nah. Yeah. Me. No um, judgment. No, no it's fine. That's hey. fine. Um, he also directed a Lisey story that's on Netflix, which is pretty good until the epilogue, which is pretty shit. Never seen that. Uh, well, it's another, it's another Stephen King um book. Um, okay. Most well. of the movie's really good. It's just the the epilogue. It's like, okay, this is fucking stupid. It turns into a lifetime movie. I got you. Yeah, but yeah. the rest of the movie is actually really good. 
So he's got a really good track record, and Ewan McGregor's um, Danny Torrance in it. All right. Not bad um, about that. No, Ewan and McGregor's I forgot. Great actor. Yeah. So it has some promise is what you're saying. It does have some promise. Um, I'm going to go okay. see it, and I hope it turns out well. Cool. Um, Stephen King's movies, adaptations I've done, except for the Dark Tower movie, which is apparently a pile of shit. Um, but recently, Stephen King's had a bit of a resurgence in the movies. Yeah, he has. Yeah. It seems like, you know, anything Stephen King, people are like, bring it on. Yeah, it's almost like the 80s when they had so many Stephen King adaptations. It's kind of Yeah, coming I'm surprised It Follows wasn't a Stephen King adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> um, they also released a Black Christmas poster, which I didn't know that was a thing. That's coming out this Christmas. I didn't know that was even... Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't either, but Bloomhouse. Yeah. From, you know, he... Let's see, what else has he done? Halloween's he a Blumhouse well, yeah, movie. Yeah, Halloween. Um, the, uh, the Jordan Peele movies are Blumhouse movies. Yeah. Um, so they've got a pretty so, good track record, too. Not everything, because they, they released an Amityville movie that's apparently really awful mm-hmm. that came out last year. Because that's what we need is another Amityville. I think there's 19 of those things now. I think so. It's, it's way too fucking much for a story that's not true. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like, uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for, oh, uh, I think Imogen Poots. Who was a? Have you seen the Fright Night remake? Yeah, uh, once mm-hmm. a while back when it came out. Yeah, it I liked wasn't it. That was good. Bad. Okay. Yeah, it's not as good as the original, but sure. she's the the girlfriend in that one. Okay. Um, she's going to be the star in this one. Did you ever watch the remake that came out in like 2006, Black Christmas? That's right. They already remade that. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. Um. So, oh, I man. watched it once, and I remember being like, "Well, 2006 was a horrible year." Well. Like that whole mid two thousands, yeah, it was just like remake city. It was, like it was, it was nothing original was coming out during that time. Remakes of old movies, re, uh, adaptations of uh, Japanese horror movies. Yep, uh, and that's really it. Uh, uh, I think tor- torture porn was kind of big at that point too. Yeah, that was popping and, off there. And I just I remember so, overall not a great not time a great, for horror. No, not really. Um, it's kind of making a comeback these days, though. It's been really, really big, really popular. What remakes? No, no, no just horror movies in general. Well, it seems like they are. Got Child's Play coming out. Uh, that's true. Black Christmas. Black Christmas. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, what do you think about Child's Play, by the way? The original? No, hey. no. I'm talking about the remake. <sighs> At this point, I just don't give a shit. It's like okay. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah, it's like, all right, yeah, why not? Although the last two Child's Play movies haven't been that bad, considering no, they're it's not, Play. No, no, they, they really haven't. <laughs> no. But I They've don't They've been care. back to Virgil Chucky and not like Jokey, Bride of Chucky. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. You know, why not? Exactly. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. you know, the movie we're talking about, It Follows. Yes. One thing I really, one thing I really like about it, uh-huh. and a few other movies that came out around this time, it kind of marked a turning point in horror. Yeah. Because it seems like in the last, oh, I don't know, six, seven years, uh-huh. there's been some good original horror movies. That yeah, there really out. is. You know, look at, I mean, Get Out, which isn't exactly a horror movie. This has a horror thing. I mean, that won an Oscar yeah. for Best Screenplay. Hey, we'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you always feel slightly hey, as a hey, horror we'll- I always feel like Slider is a horror fan because it's a horror movie until it gets critical acclaim, then it's a thriller or it's a oh you know, yeah, and it drives well, me fucking it's crazy. A thriller, exactly. Like look at Silence of the Lamb. That's not a horror movie. That's well, a thriller. To be fair, Get Out wasn't really. It's it's got it's got shades of a lot yeah. of different things, but horror is still mm-hmm. horror horror elements in there. But uh, you know, more like psychological horror. Yeah, 
you know. Yeah. But okay. people call Hereditary not a horror movie. I'm like, no, that's 100% a fucking horror movie. Oh, no, that movie's like... Yeah. A horror... That's yeah. a fucking horror movie. No, but see, but it, since it's got critical acclaim, it's a thriller. Oh. Yeah. It's see? a... It's a family dynamic. Thriller. Yeah, exactly. No, go fuck yourself. But that's a horror movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, you might like a horror movie and sully your reputation by slogging it with a genre. Yeah. you know what? Like horror movies, like um, heavy metal and other, they're always like kind of looked down upon right? on the mainstream. I yeah. think that's why like the two John, like they're kind of, you know. You see a lot of heavy metal fans and a lot of horror fans oh, yeah. at the same time. Like, uh, you know, not always. That's not you know exclusive. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of those kind of genres, those people like horror movies and heavy metal. And there's a lot to be said about that kind of. Um, yeah, like I saw Gojira on um, Tuesday night mm-hmm. or a couple nights ago, and yeah. Um, yeah, it was fucking amazing. And I'm sure <laughs> if I went up to like 90 percent of the people there, and it was like, you know chatted them up about horror movies i'm sure they would be fans of the, the genre i'm sure you know? yeah so i'm sure yeah there's something to say about that yeah. same thing with like you know you see a lot of like punk rock people are big horror fans too like straight up punks oh yeah 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 which horror, horror heavy metal folks and uh punk rockers don't like each other the war is on i don't know is that a no, war I'm joking. <laughs> nobody told me <laughs> <laughs> i don't care i have shit to do there's way to too that. many rules in the punk rock community yeah there are it's yeah. But yeah, and it felt like oh sorry, we kinda of deviated from what you were getting about. Oh, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it it follows came out in like the two thousand fourteens and it did mark a turning point because there really it wasn't came a lot out going 2015, on. Twenty fifteen, right? Twenty fourteen. Oh it did? Yeah, because actually oh yeah, I did the uh I was looking up a twenty fourteen uh uh stuff to kind of set the scene for what was going on okay. in two thousand the the long, long time ago. Setting the scene, yeah. We're taking it way back way to back five years ago. Five years so we're jumping in the Which, time. I machine. feel like this game is gonna be a little less fun because it's pro I'm just gonna go ahead and guess and say Drake probably had the number one whatever. Okay, well the number one album is actually a soundtrack to a Disney Let's movie. See Frozen. Yeah, it was Frozen. See, but the number two was nineteen eighty nine on Taylor Swift. Um and then the rest of the top ten was really just you know Coldplay, Ed Sheeran, nothing. Yeah. So no, this, no, really. This game has stuff. lost all steam. Um, <laughs> Happy by Pharrell Williams was the the number one single that year. Eesh. All right, now the Razzies is kind of interesting. Now you, I guarantee you, and I don't okay, I don't one hundred percent, but I'm sure you have not seen this movie, even though there's a fuck ton of people in it. The worst movie of the year. A ton of people in it. Like a ton of famous people are in this movie. Huh. Um, I had no idea. Movie 43. Have you ever heard of this? Oh, that, that yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never saw that because I heard it was just awful. Yeah, so. exactly. And like, there's uh, um, like Elizabeth Banks was in this movie, Halle Berry, Richard Gere. Okay. Um, there's a whole lot of uh, Chloe Moritz, Grace, uh, Nick Lovin. All right. Still riding that super bad money. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and that movie is pretty much hailed as one of the worst movies of all time. Um, that when I was actually researching, I like, had forgotten about this movie. They advertised the movie on Pornhub. Oh wow! Yeah, okay. could you well, imagine? That's a little clever, I yeah. guess. <laughs> I guess you could say it's clever. Could you imagine like being on Pornhub and seeing like an Avengers trailer before you start watching like? <laughs> mm, no, <laughs> don't get me started on the superhero movies. <laughs> All right, um, Jason. Yeah. Let's you know. Well, yeah. I, gotcha. I mean, well, 2014 stuff. It's just, yeah. Yeah, it's too recent. Yeah, it's too recent yeah. to really give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. 
We're going to talk about It Follows. That's yeah, what we we're going to do. It fucking follows. It follows. Mm-hmm. So this was my pick, one of my picks for this month. And, you know, I, I've i watched this movie a few times, and every time I watch it, I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. During the last time I watched it, which was a few days ago, it was one of the only times when it ended, I was like, eh. Really? Well. See, this is the second time I've ever seen it. Okay. Yeah, I watched I, it when I, it, when I it have, first came out. I have no <laughs> idea what you think about this movie. We've never talked about it. I like it. I do like it. Uh, okay. The toaster at the very end, you know, the fucking toasters, I'm like, Ugh. Well, but I did yeah. read his reasoning behind it. He was like, it was supposed to be dumb. It was teenagers trying to get rid of a ghost, like the Scooby-Doo gang. I was like, I get that. Sure. But at the same time, it's a movie. Yeah. Where they're trying to, you know, defeat the evil, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of them, I really enjoy. It's really, it's really, it's shot amazingly well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Robert Mitchell, he mm-hmm. you could tell that he had a certain vision that he was going for. And yes. For the most part, I think he got it. It's very John Carpenter-ish. It is. Yeah. yeah that's one thing. I mean, hey. <laughs> full disclosure, people. I'm a Halloween fan. Uh, okay. Full disclosure, people, next month. <laughs> yeah. I have a Halloween tattoo, for God's sake. And I'm drinking a beer out of a... Halloween <laughs> Halloween pint glass that I got from the Alamo Draft House. <laughs> There's the Alamo Draft House plug for this for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we've shouted them out twice now. <laughs> Better show Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. We're getting yeah. that petition ready on change.org. We're yeah. taking it to Trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's very clown-like. He, <laughs> he shouldn't have a problem signing that. <laughs> Burn. Burn. <laughs> Okay, but we're not here to talk about... No, this is not a political podcast at all. No, it's not. We're yeah. here to talk about It Follows. But yeah. yeah, you were bringing up that it's very Carpenter-esque, and yeah. I totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. I love what um, David Robert Mitchell is going for, mm-hmm. and I think for the most part, he pulls it off. Yeah. I think he's going for like a slow burn, mm-hmm. 70s, 80s-ish horror. Yeah. He stumbled, I feel like the movie kind of stumbles a few times, Mm -hmm. but overall, I mean, I I can't hate this movie. And this is the kind of movie you can recommend to pretty much anybody, if they're not like a horror movie. Like, this could be a good, like, get your, if you're not really a big horror movie fan, but you kind of want to get into it a little bit. See, I don't know. Really? I I think the person that, you know, is just, they show up for the Avenger movies in the Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and they like loud noises, and <laughs> I, I want to be entertained. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be like, hey, you should mm-hmm. watch this super slow burn atmospheric movie called It Follows. Oh, I guess that is true. Because I've heard the criticisms I've heard from some people. I mostly like read it online, but they're yeah. like, it's so boring, it's stupid, and it's an STD ghost. <laughs> and it's like okay, an it TD. Oh, oh, TD. Oh, but see, because I, I remember this is one of the last movies that I can think of that had like a really strong word of mouth kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where like I haven't seen that recently. Where like someone's like, "Have you seen this movie? Have you heard about this movie?" Oh, um, yeah. Like, because now horror has gotten you know, like I said, it's kind of really mainstream these days. Yeah, um, like movies like. Crazy horror movies—they open like number one in the box office. I think uh, 
What was that movie that John Krasinski was in not like last year? A Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. That movie had like sixty million dollars when it opened in the box office that weekend. Well, I think the thing is that people want good original horror movies, and for yeah. the longest time, major studios were just like, "No, it's got to be a remake." People yeah. have to know it's what it's going to be. Yeah, but it's like, hey, who would have fucking thought that people actually want original, well done horror movies? That's true. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, you got um, like. I don't know, just the ones that come to mind. We already talked about them, but like Get Out, mm-hmm. It Follows, Hereditary. Um, the um, was it the Autopsy of Jane Doe? Have you seen that one before? I have. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, original. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to watch. Kind of see what's going on. With Baba Duke. Ba- Some like yeah, Baba Duke okay. at all? I, I like. Um, I really liked it the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. Second time, I was like, oh, okay. There was parts where it had me. Yeah, and I got that it was you know a metaphor for her guilt and all that stuff. Sure, but I was like, I really just want the Babadook to be real. I think it would have yeah. been a better movie if the Babadook was just like real. Yeah, and that's some really scary parts. But every while I was like, nah. but you know, to prove my point, like that's it. Still, it's original. Yeah, it's, it yeah, it's that's very different. True. Yeah. Um, so, I know The Witch was pretty big too when it came out around the same time. I haven't too. finished watching that. I started to watch it and. uh does the old English get you a little bit? No, I just, you know, had to do something else. I don't know. <laughs> you got shit to do, man. <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I gotcha. I'm going to get to it, though. I, I've heard great things. <laughs> but yeah, throw that in the pile. Yeah. Original. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this movie is a... Uh, well, I guess we can kind of go over the, the plot synopsis, if you will. Sure. Give me, a, give me a rundown. Um, so... I really like the intro of this movie, too, by the way. Just the, the girl running down the street. Yeah. And then she calls her dad, mm-hmm. saying, like, she saw her, she saw her. And then it cuts to her on the beach. And she's been, like, uh, bent backwards or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It does have a good intro. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Because I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, okay. I don't know what I'm in for. but Because I, I remember, I just heard it on the internet. I didn't see a trailer for it or anything. I was like, all right, fine. I think yeah. it's like a red box. Okay. Um, back when I see would go to red box. Yeah, it's like, okay, <laughs> you're you're running in high heels, but that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's I cool. I mean, just take them off. Hey, man. You know? <laughs> I know the road, the pavement's kind of hurty. It's kind of hurty, but you can probably run well, more effectively. It prob- probably hurts less than running in high heels. I've That's never true. ran in high heels. No. Not recently. Not recently. But, but I would imagine it hurts. So she's just clop, clop, clopping along. Cloppity clop. My hoos. But yeah. It, <laughs> that is our first Freddy Got Finger reference <laughs> on this podcast. My hoos, my hoos. So yeah, it, it does have a strong. Um. Uh. Shit. Like what? <laughs> you fucked me up with this <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does have a strong beginning. Uh, like, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it starts out with the slow pan towards the front of the house, which to me rem- is a very Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. for me yeah, for some reason. Yeah. Um, I, I see shades of that in this movie as well. Oh, absolutely. Along with mm-hmm. Carpenter. Um, but suburban yeah. horror is really you kind yeah. Of, okay. Yeah, um, suburban horror, and it. You know, this girl runs out of the house in her high heels mm-hmm. and you know runs to the center of the street and she's looking at the house. And yeah. you're like, well, what is she looking at? And then she runs back into the house and grabs her car keys and hops in her car and drives away. And this is all done in one shot. Yeah. Again, very Carpenter-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it kind of grabs you right away. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we'll get more into the score. Oh, yeah. But that's when we get that sweet... 80s synthy yeah. pulsating score mm-hmm. done by a disaster piece. Yeah, I really and wish they would kind of bring those score kind of scores more often. 
Yeah. I know uh, Drive had a very similar score to that. Yeah, like Stranger that Things. Yeah, yeah, Stranger Things, another mm-hmm. one. Um, so, yeah, it starts off, you know, she drives to the beach and she calls her dad and apologizes. Or, or says she loves her, just apologizes for being mm-hmm. kind of a pain sometimes. Still wearing the high heels. Still wearing the high heels. On the beach. On the beach. On the beach. That's commitment. That is commitment She's to like, her hey, craft. I'm pretty sure I'm about to die, but I want to look good while I'm doing it. <laughs> Oh, live fast, die young, leave a good-looking corpse. That's right. She doesn't live a good-looking corpse, though. No, she doesn't. She's bent in fucking half. So her leg is bent in half? Yeah, it's, it's almost like a... a Heels yeah. still on. Heels are still on. <laughs> Heels are that still means on. You, it's, if you're dead with your shoes on, you still have to draw on them like they're drunk. If you pass out with your shoes on, you know you're supposed to draw on somebody. Oh. If you die with your shoes on... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah so that's an don't interesting do that, way to kick off the movie yeah then you meet uh i guess the hero or not the hero the main character yeah jay jay played by michael monroe michael monroe who only well thinking, you know what before we start you know like jumping into like this happens and that happens mm-hmm. let's you know kind of dig into like the main characters yeah. so we have jay who um, is she yeah. is the main character. Uh, mm-hmm. She's uh, very distraught throughout this movie because, you know, everything's happening to her. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want to get a whole lot. Because they keep family, like, their backstory pretty, uh, like, distant from the from the, the, from the the characters in this movie. You don't really ever see the parents. Yeah, that's um, another They're point. always kind of like, when they're mm-hmm. all on screen, they're always kind of, like, blurred. Or yep. uh, you don't really see those. And they don't really talk about them much either. You don't really know anything. You don't really even know their, their ages, really. You don't know if they're in high school or if they're in college. Our main characters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of trying to place that as well. Um, but um, I, th- I know the guy that she's dating, Hugh, mm-hmm. I think. She does mention, like, well, you're only 21. Yeah, I do. She does say that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to assume that he was not a major creeper and dating a 16-year-old. Yeah, I'm going to hope so. so. We'll, I'm hoping she's at least 18. We'll say 18 to yeah. 19. Um, Somewhere we'll in that range. And she does make a, she makes a comment that said they hooked up in high school and it wasn't a big deal. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming they're like, she's like 19 or 20 or something yeah. like that. And I'm yeah. assuming the rest of the, maybe some of the other girls aren't. Yeah. But they're still around that age. Um, and then there's uh, Paul. Yeah, Paul. Paul is the uh, the John Hughes character of the movie. Uh, he is, uh, you know, the the best friend who clearly has a crush on uh Oh, Jay. he totally has a hots for Yeah. And she's, you know, she's, she looks very good. She's hey, very pretty. Hey, can't blame him. <laughs> she's not ugly. No, she's not. <laughs> um, and so, and he's, you know, always being, he's kind of white nodding this entire movie, if you will. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, and Paul is played by Keir... Gilchrist. Gilchrist, yeah. The only thing I can think I remember, he's on a Showtime TV show. I forgot which one it was. Have you seen Atypical on Netflix? That's... Okay, I'm sorry. That's what I was... Atyp- Have I haven't seen that. No, oh, but man, I know it. Really good. Mm-hmm. There's two seasons so far. Mm-hmm. Um, my girlfriend's a big fan of it because he plays an autistic kid. Oh, okay. And she works with a lot of autistic kids. But he does a great job on that. Okay. And uh, he's season on, three is supposed to be coming out soon. Oh, okay. I'll have to give that a watch. Yeah. I know he's also on It's Kind of a Funny Story. Have you seen that movie? I have, yeah. yeah Zach he's, Galifianakis. Yeah, so he's a good a, movie. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. Um, Did, so that's something I can think of that he was from. You, you want to hear a little fun fact about that movie? What's that? Uh, you know the guy that wrote the book for that movie? He ended up killing himself kind of recently. 
Huh. So it's kind of a sad story. No, it was based on a true... Oh, that, that, that gives that movie a lot different, more context now. Yeah, so Yikes. when you rewatch it, it's like, ugh. Okay, well, that's never... So R.I.P. Yeah, you know, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's um, a bummer. Mental health is a big issue these days. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, but then there's a... So I can't think of anything else Kira Gilchrist is in. Well, he sings in an extreme metal band called <laughs> Whelm. Whelm. W-H-E-L-M. And they're kind of like... So I know this kind of music. It's not my cup of tea. I listen to a lot of heavy shit. Mm-hmm. Even stuff like this, it's like really spastic and noisy mm-hmm. and lots of just screaming with indecipherable vocals. Yeah. He's the singer for one of those bands. Yeah, he showed me, when I walked into mm-hmm. your apartment, uh, you showed me a clip of that. I was like, no, nah, I'm not a big metal fan. You know this. I mean, I listen <laughs> sure. every once in a while, you yeah. know. I get down with the uh, the Metallicas, I guess. Is that a metal band? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad. Yeah. yeah, okay, Dad. <laughs> but I was like, this is pretty... I listen to a little bit of Bon Jovi. I'm not going to oh, lie. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I get okay. down with you kids. Mm-hmm. Creedence Clearwater Revival, <laughs> you say? <laughs> yeah. But gear... Keir Gilchrist. Keir Gilchrist. He yes. is in a yeah, pretty extreme band. So seeing him sing is, uh, it's, I mean, I think it's pretty awesome. Yeah. But, you know, not yeah. somebody you would expect to sing in that. Well, no, uh, he's not the only, because uh, what's his name? Shane something. He was in, um, what's that? That, sh- that weird show that used to come on WGN, uh, Salem. It's awesome to watch to remember. He was a love interest. Okay. Uh but, uh, you named two things that I'm crazy about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he actually uh, replaced uh, Crash Darby in the Germs, the, the punk rock band. Okay. Um, so he, I know, so he's not the only actor out there that does that kind of thing. Huh. Um, the right. Germs were kind of a seminal punk band back in the day. So, yeah. So after that, we've got Greg. Played by Daniel Zavada. I can't think, of, I can't place him in anything. He was in Don't Breathe. Was he her boyfriend? I think he was the guy. Wasn't he like the gangster guy? He was, yeah. he was like one of the leads. Yeah, okay. He must have been the boyfriend. I've only seen that once, but I'm I pretty sure. In, I saw that in um, uh, theaters with my then like very fresh girlfriend, oh. now fiance. Mm-hmm. She wasn't quite as happy with the the big twist of that movie. I was oh, like, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. I remember we sitting there in theaters and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, and she was yeah. like, just like shakers, like this is a little bit much. Yeah, it is a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> so other than that, I mean, he's still getting work and yeah. doing stuff. But yeah. other than that, that's kind of his main thing. Mm-hmm. And then we have Lily. I don't know how to say her last name. Sipe. S C P E. Yeah. She plays Jay's younger sister Kelly. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jake Weary, who plays Hugh, who's uh, Jay's boyfriend, the one that gives her it. The it TD, the it TD. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so that that's basically the main cast right yeah. there, overall. The movie is uh really one big metaphor for STDs and HIV kind of thing. No, it's not. No, yeah, absolutely is. Wait, no, it absolutely Jason, is. Jason, it is not an STD movie. <laughs> is that what you really think? Kinda. Mm, you're not uh, getting. You're not getting I that. I don't think so. What do you think is a metaphor for? How did you interpret it? How would you interpret the okay, monster? Okay, so like saying, yeah, I mean, the 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 it is transferred to, you know, the next person yeah. through sex. But yeah. See, I don't think it's meant to be taken, like, literally. I don't think it's supposed to be, like, like literally. I think it's more of kind of a, uh, uh, 
like a subtle like hint to this kind of thing. I don't think it's exactly sure. like sure. I I saw it more as um. I don't know. You could say it's kind of like a metaphor for death, impending doom. Like we all don't we all have this thing yeah. slowly walking towards us. Yeah, and there's nothing we can do about I it. I guess it is true, and there's really nothing that she can do about it. Really, yeah. it's all even if she gets rid of it, it still kind of comes back. Yeah, like um, no matter where you go, yeah, it's, you know, it's always on, always it's, around. It's walking towards you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess we can kind of talk to the the synopsis more of how it is before you get like sure. deep philosophical points of it. Yeah, I mean, this movie, there's a lot of ways you could interpret it. Yeah, a lot of stuff is very ambiguous. Mm-hmm. Um, it meant to be that way. Um, yeah, I think so. It's, it's definitely open to interpretation. Absolutely, but the movie is about. When someone has has sex with another person, they pass on this curse essentially, mm-hmm. and this uh, a a demon or a monster or a ghost, whatever, is, is con- continually walking towards this person to kill them. Yeah, and the only way you can get rid of this is to have sex with somebody else. Um, but if it kills that person, and then it, it comes back to you, and it keeps going down the line or up the line, up the chain, down mm-hmm. the chain. Um, and she, our main character Jay, she gets it from Hugh. Yeah. Who does a uh, nice thing, kind of, if you will, by explaining? I mean, it was kind of a gentleman thing. I really do. like the way that was shot in the abandoned warehouse or parking. Yeah, deck. I okay. really like that. Part. I do too. So he sh- she hooks up with finally hooks up with her boyfriend Hugh, mm-hmm. and after they have sex, he puts chloroform on her mm-hmm. or gives her chloroform. Yeah, and she comes to she's strapped down to like a wheelchair. And he's super nervous about the whole situation. In an abandoned building. Yeah, and like I said, it's shot really... I like it. It's, it's kind of like soft lighting a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he's explaining to her the whole gist of what happens to the with, with the monster. Yeah. And of course, she's freaking out. She doesn't understand what's going on. And then you finally slowly see this this monster, it, kind of walking towards them. I prefer creature. Creature. It, I just think of Pennywise too much. Yeah, I guess that is true. You know, let's drop the word it. Okay. Mo- creature. C- creature. The, the We'll say the creature. Okay. Yeah, creature. I got it. That makes sense. The creature is walking. The creature. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And plus, you got that South Park episode, the It. Remember that? Which one was that? Where Mr. Garrison invents that new way of driving. Oh, gosh. Did you operate it by <laughs> sticking a rod up your well, ass? I guess, it is, I guess it is better than going in the airport. I'd be selling with airports. <laughs> they were like, what is It? What, what does It do? <laughs> <laughs> so I just, you know. Oh, man, South Park. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll call it the creature, mm-hmm. I guess. So, yeah, this creature is walking towards Jay, and Hugh is shining the flashlight on it. Just, hey, like, I just want to show you that this is real. Yes. And then, you know, they they get out of there, and Hugh drives Jay to her house and dumps her in the middle of the road. Yeah. And drives off, basically. Yeah. He tells her what to do to get rid of it, Mm -hmm. drops her off, and just is gone. Yeah. And the rest of the movie is just Jay figuring out, you know... How to get away from this thing. How to get away from it, basically. Um, And, and of course, she's still kind of like... Because, I mean, who would... Even after the situation, who would believe that that story is... Yeah. You know, the first time she sees in school, which we think is college, something like that, Mm -hmm. she sees the... uh, Of course, I do file a police report. Some kind of thing. Although they do, the sex was consensual. You know, mm-hmm. that was the, he didn't force himself on her, but it was the the chloroform and drugging her. That's 
Obviously, that's not cool. Yeah. But in the context of how it was happening, that's probably better than what he did because it sounds like she just, some girl at a bar just banged him and left and he didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Okay. That's, which was, I mean, hey, it could have killed the guy, you know, if he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> and you bring up the the cop talking to them as well and also notice that you don't see the face of the cop. So, I don't think you see any face of so, any adults. You see her mom in the hospital, but she's asleep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's really no dialogue with, you know, yeah, with a an adult figure in this mm-hmm. movie. It's almost and, like a peanuts kind. Of, you know, they're always kind of like off. I mean, you know, yeah. that's the first thing I thought of. Really? <laughs> was, no. Okay, peanuts, <laughs> the cartoon. Yeah, because you know they're always like off stage, just <laughs> like wah, wah, wah. <laughs> You know, when I was watching it, follows. I was like. That Charlie Brown's a real funny yeah, one. Charlie Brown's a rascal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like Peanuts, mm-hmm. there's not a lot of adults in this movie. No. Well, there's pretty much a almost a complete lack of adults. Further adding to the uh, the isolation and mm-hmm. confusion. Yeah. Because it may have that point Much like, do. we're getting back to the metaphor. I almost think this is kind of a metaphor for like transitioning to adulthood yeah, slash loss of innocence. Mm, yeah, that's very true. You know, and it's brought upon by sex. And generally, that's mm. when all of this kind of starts to hit you. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, I definitely don't think it's like, oh, dude, it's the STD zombie <laughs> coming to get you, bro. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why kinda, it's a guy from Jersey saying that. Bro, you <laughs> yo, got the gym tan laundry STDs, bro. Yo, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh. I, I, I definitely don't think it's like just, hey, this, you had sex with this person mm. and a zombie's going to get you. It's childbirth. It's uh, a metaphor really? for childbirth. Or, uh, sure. Because eventually your children will kill you. <laughs> oh, hey, sure. I mean, isn't but, it the entire reason you're here on Earth due to a sexual encounter? It's very true. Yeah. And, you know, even you could have a, a child, but you're essentially damning them to this. <laughs> We're going dark on this. We're going child. dark with this. We're though. going dark. You, just, you birth something and you damn it hey, to death. anytime you see a cute baby, that baby's going to. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why would you say I'm that? I'm sorry. It's like every time you see a I, cute Am puppy, I wrong? You're, no, you're not am wrong. I wrong. But I like to think of the glass as half full. That oh, yeah. It's definitely half full. Hey, you're going to have a great life, hey, baby. Hopefully. But hopefully. <laughs> or, baby, or maybe your mom's in there booting black tar heroin in the back. You never know. Hey, who knows? What's that a Dane Cook reference? Well, sort of. <laughs> oh, God. But a black tar heroin is just a funny <laughs> thing to say. Okay. No, and I enjoyed, you know, Dane Cook's Cell 16, but... Okay, let's not talk about Dane Cook. <laughs> you brought well, it yeah. up. <laughs> so back to baby death? All right. Okay, so <laughs> <back> to, <laughs> oh, no, like... Uh, yeah, so... Either way, you could mm-hmm. t- you could interpret this movie many different ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's just how I saw it. Mm-hmm. it it's like just uh, impending doom. Yeah. Like... You know, there's always something. There's always just kind of how you deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. pretty much. But yeah, so he, and then uh, the, the scene where she uh finally sees the uh um she's in school and she finally sees it for the first time, the creature. Yes. Did you did you think of Halloween too? Oh, yeah. Well, not <laughs> Halloween too. I mean Halloween as well. <laughs> 
Oh, that's how you know we're a bunch of dorks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. That might be... That's probably one of my favorite sequences mm-hmm. of the movie. Yeah. Was when she's just hanging out in the classroom and she looks out the window and she sees an old lady in a nightgown yeah. slowly walking towards the school. Mm-hmm. Very reminiscent of the scene with Laurie Strode looking out the window and seeing Michael Myers stare at her. Oh, see, I was seeing the scene in H2O when uh, she was sitting in the... You're joking. <laughs> 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 well, they I guess that is kind of a, yeah, that's was, a yeah. throwback yeah. to Halloween. <laughs> I was like I was about to just, you know, Jason, you're picked off you kicked off the co-hosting duties. This I was about <laughs> to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. yeah. So that's obviously and, and David Robert Mitchell has said in interviews that he mm-hmm. he was a big fan of John Carpenter. Yeah, I mean, who's like, not he, really? Yeah. I mean, he is he the greatest horror director? I think so. He's when you look at his up, body of work, I mean, he's I certainly mean, up there. I know some people may even point back to like Hitchcock or something, but uh, it's John Carpenter. Wes he's Craven, up there. He's on yeah. Mount Rushmore for sure. Yeah, he's definitely on Mount Rushmore of horror yeah. directors. That's that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Back to that scene with the old lady walking towards the high school. Yeah, that's just a really well shot scene. And everything's uh, shot in like wide angle lenses, which is it awesome. Is, it which is. is great, which really gives us a nice, unique feel. Yeah. Um, too so, many movies these days are kind of just like so homogenized. Mm-hmm. There's no character to them. Yeah. Like it's, it's nice to see it. It's, like, it's almost like a palette cleanser. Like, okay, this movie looks great. It feels great. It's mm-hmm. shot great. It's not a perfect movie by any means, but it definitely have a lot more character than like the Marvel movies, which I love. I love the Marvel movies. There's just no uniqueness. There's no creativity to these movies. I know exactly. you can't. <laughs> I know, I'm saying this. You can't see this. As soon as I said Marvel movies, he looked down and had this huge smirk on his face. He was like, God damn it, Stop Jason. Stop bringing it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just dropped the microphone. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I know what you mean. Um, oh, not just this big blockbusters. There's no uniqueness yeah. to big blockbuster movies. And everything in It Follows is shot. It's very subtle. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. And that's what I like about it. Like nothing is over the top. No. None of the dialogue is over the top. No. Um, maybe a lot of muted colors too. Yeah, true. Maybe some stuff is too subtle yeah like maybe we'll get to like the pros and cons of it i mean overall i really like this movie but there's there's something that's like just stopping me from like just loving it loving it yeah and i want to love it because i like what it's doing Mm -hmm. like the shot in the high school with the old lady walking towards her yeah and did you know the old lady that's walking towards her is that was like one of her first movies ever. She was like 82. Really? Yeah, her name was like Ingrid Mortimer. I looked her up. She in the Marvel movie now? <sighs> this podcast right, is over. Sorry. <laughs> you, sorry. you need to leave. I just, couldn't, I just couldn't help it. I'm sorry. Yeah, but no, she's only done like three movies or something. And she's a local Detroit, Detroit yeah. actress. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming they just put up a casting call like yeah. hey we need a really old lady to just walk can you walk are you old 
Well, have I got a movie for you? <laughs> do you have a knee brace? Wait, what would you do if you if like that shit at one point you saw like an old lady on a scooter that was nip that was the creature? Just like in her <laughs> Oh, which begs the questions, can the creatures ride at the scooters? End of, when we get done with like the synopsis, I've got lots of questions about what <laughs> okay. what it can and can't do. <laughs> okay, because okay. I haven't touched any of that. So. Yeah, I was going to do that Just, for until after all right. the movie part. Oh. Yeah, so I don't want to downplay the effectiveness of this is seeing. So shout out to Ingrid Mortimer. You did a great job. She did a really great job. You know what? She even has a website. Oh, shut up. And it doesn't work. Typical. Old <laughs> <laughs> I guess her grandson was out of town that weekend. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's adorable when you go to your grandparents' house, the first thing you see in their Google search is Google. Oh, <laughs> Hey, I've had to fix my my Meemaw's Candy Crush on her <laughs> iPad many times, and I'm like, Meemaw, all you do is hit the X right there. She's like, Philip, will you look at this for me? I'm like, yeah, you see that little X? Boop. We love and her, her brain here. just explodes. She's, She's like, like, oh my god, how did you go to school for this? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, if you want a good time, uh, Reddit slash Old People Facebook. You're welcome. Oh, it's gosh. just all how like old people don't know how to use technology. It's I have seen one where like a, fucking a grandparent amazing. was trying to look up porn, but he was like putting in the Facebook search for. Oh it. yeah, you get some of that too. Oh gosh, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back anyway. to the follows. <laughs> we love you. What was her name? Ingrid Mortimer. Ingrid, you did a great job. She did. You know, it was a very creepy scene. Mm-hmm. I really liked how the, the the creature looked every time. Actually, I I gotta say like. All jokes aside, she was the creepiest one to me. See, to me, it was the seven foot seven guy that came out of the hall. Oh, he was the yeah. creepy. Now, well, that was probably yeah. the scene was maybe kind of called for that to be a little, mm-hmm. a little bit more. But I think the dread of seeing her approach slowly and like yeah, that was the cre- yeah okay yeah. So the, yeah. the the tall guy, while fucking terrifying, yeah, obviously, like he's just there. Boom, Jay yeah, runs he has out. a jump scare. Yeah, yeah, but like the. <clears throat> Even though you knew that we was need funny. a carpenter count for this episode, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we like ding ding carpenter okay. count. So the way she just slowly walks towards the school mm-hmm. and slowly walking down the hallway yeah. is very Myers esque. Yeah, it's very true. So I I think yeah I I just love that scene. Yeah, okay, I got yeah. you. So at this point, she realizes that you know she's fucked. That this is a real sure, thing. Sure, she's like, oh, this is real. This wasn't just some story that I dreamed of. And she goes to the ice cream up. shop to see her sister Kelly, mm-hmm. and Paul is there, and they're, she's eating ice cream in yeah. the back. And do you think her eating ice cream is a way of her trying to rekindle her childhood? Because this is also an acceptance of transitioning to adulthood. Now, see, I never thought about that, but it, it's, yeah, you it's, could, uh, yeah. there's a lot of ways to unpack yeah. this movie, but you could say that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's how you interpret it, and I hadn't thought of it that way, but it, it makes perfect sense yeah. that that would be, because, you know, this movie is a... It's kind of like a very, childlike thing. Mm-hmm, this movie oh, is very deliberate. And also, okay, well, we kind of got ahead of ourselves a little bit, because later that night, after she's meeting at the ice cream shop, that's when they had the sleepover. Yes, Okay, so her and Paul are just hanging out on the couch mm-hmm. and recounting childhood memories. They were each other's first kiss. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and that's when I 
Okay, so I'm I'm going to take back what I just said. Okay. This is my favorite scene. I okay. think this whole sequence. The whole, okay, starting with them two on the couch talking yeah, about childhood. Yeah, them two on the couch, you're talking about their childhood and about them finding like porn magazines. Yeah. So you see a lot of there's a lot of nudity in this movie. There really is from the creatures. The yeah. creatures you not always, but a lot of times the creature is naked. Mhm. Which is very creepy aspect. Of course you can get it from, you know, you got it from sex. And I was like is it somebody that had it before, mm-hmm. maybe? Or is it just a random... Or they said it's, it could be somebody you know. Right. When Hugh was talking about, you know, it could be somebody... It could be like somebody yeah, you know. I have questions about, like, what form the creature takes. I'm still not sure about that, like, what yeah. the reasoning is behind... And we can talk about that after the yeah, questions. Sure, that. Oh. sure. But, yeah, um, Jay and Paul are talking on the couch, and you hear a window break, and... Paul runs upstairs to call the police. Yeah. You know, why not just pull out your cell phone and call him right there? But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Plot point. Plot point. So Jay is like, I'm going to go into the kitchen and see what's up. And this might be one of the creepiest scenes to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl who's like half naked, her teeth are busted in. Yeah. And she's pissing herself and yeah. slowly walking towards Jay. Mm-hmm. And there's a sense of claustrophobia because they're like in a kitchen. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jay freaks out and is like fucking terrified and runs upstairs. Yeah, uh, I just I love that scene in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like and, um, was... Yeah, and of course she runs to her bedroom, and then obviously everybody's hearing this. Yeah, yeah. And then they all run to her bedroom, and they've got the door locked, and they're asking her what's going on. She says, "You know, the creature, the it, it's there, it's there." Um, and then of course Paul's like, "Well, somebody just tried to break in. It's a steal, no big." Because obviously, who would believe this story? It's not just sure. somebody telling you that. Like, if yeah. you came to me, I would be like, hey, we need to get you somewhere because you're losing it a little bit, I understand. Yeah. Um, but then the other, her little sister comes in, and then that's, like I said earlier, the seven foot seven guy walks in. Well, her little sister was already in the room, but oh, there's the their other. friend okay. uh, yeah. Yara, I believe her name was. Yeah, I got that. I kept yeah. getting those food mixed oh, up. Oh, yeah, was. sure. It's understandable. Um, they were the least characterized of the... <laughs> they were. Um, yeah, I, I can see how you Yeah. But yeah, she walks in, and when she walks in, it walks in behind her, and it's when this giant seven foot seven guy. Yeah, who with apparently uh, is a twin. There's the two. He's one of the two, the two tallest twins in the world. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He's um, seven foot seven. Seven foot seven and a twin. And he died at forty eight. He died recently. Oh, I didn't know that. Which I guess that's normal for people that are that big. So your body's just not meant to be. Sure. The guy from House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Yeah, yeah, Tiny, played by Matthew mm, something. He was a Howard Stern guy, wasn't he? I don't know. I think he was a Howard But yeah, Stern. another yeah. tall guy. But yeah, he definitely contributed to a terrifying scene. And, like, and you knew it was coming, too. It wasn't like, I mean, it was still a jump scare. I think they saw that, and the, they showed that in the trailer. Really? I think so. Okay. I want to say I saw the trailer before I saw this, and I was like, oh, I bet this is where the tall guy comes through that door. And he does. He does. It's still very effective, especially with the, the music that accompanies it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jay, like, climbs out of the window or just, yeah. like, gets the fuck out. She's yeah. terrified. Yeah. You know, side note, I like how when she shuts the door after she gets upstairs, she's like, I need water. I need water. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt a little realistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I do the same thing, too. It sounds dumb, but if I'm not feeling well, the first thing I want to do, yeah. or if I'm like... Bro, I need some water. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, my God. It's dumb, but it's... I mean, like, everybody kind of does it. It's one of those little realistic yeah. self-preservation kind of things. Like, yeah. yeah, I need water. Bad things are happening. I need to hydrate. Mm-hmm. I need to hydrate. And she runs out of the house, 
and goes to a park, a playground, a playground, trying to stay a child. Hey, there you go. Maybe, mm, maybe, maybe, maybe not. And they had, and they were having a sleepover too, which is also something very childlike. Ooh. Was that something you had a sleepover field? I don't know. You want to have one? We're thirty-one. Let's do this. It, can we please make a blanket for you? Oh, dude, that sounds pretty dumb, actually. If your girlfriend just walks home, walks in, I mean, you just have a blanket for watching Return of the Living Dead. Recording a podcast. Recording a podcast. She's going to be like, all right, the we big, had a... The big, we're just going to sign on your door that says no girls allowed. Yeah. She's going to be like, all right, we had a good run, but I think we need to end this relationship. So, yeah, um, once again, reverting back to childhood. Yeah. Very much, yeah. Could could yeah. could say that. Absolutely. Maybe not. Maybe it was just, you know, down the street, and that's mm-hmm. where she wanted to go. Very much. But so she gets to the playground, and so here's one of the parts where I struggle with this movie. It really lets off the gas at times. Yeah. Like she gets to the park, and it's like, I feel like it's like two minutes of just shots of her sitting on a swing. And looking around, mm-hmm. and I appreciate a good slow burn. Yeah. However, it's like okay, Just speed let's, things along a little bit. Let's push it along a bit. Yeah. And it does that a few times in this movie where it should hit the gas, just a little bit, if nothing. A little bit. Yeah. I'm not saying like resort to jump scares and compromise the integrity of the movie. Yeah. You need to do something here. Yeah. You're just kind of being aimless at this point. Sure. We yeah, can, yeah, definitely. I, 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 I didn't think about that, but yeah, that's absolutely some parts that it, it really needs to be sped along a little bit. Yeah. Um, even for a slow burn movie like this. Yeah. Uh, and that's, I guess, in this point, they all, they all run to the park. And then, of course, Greg. That's really when Greg starts to come to be a, a big part of the movie. And he offers to drive them to wherever. Well, to the... Uh, oh, to Hughes. To, to find Hugh. Oh, yeah. That's right, because yeah. she needs to find uh, mm-hmm. Hugh. So she does some little bit of uh, detective sleuthing. <laughs> sleuthing. A little sleuthing. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little touch. And they and they, and, that, and that's when they, they find... They ultimately do find Hugh. And that's when you kind of get some, some things filled in a little bit more that you might have had questions for. A little bit. Yeah. I mean... Really, nothing. But we nothing didn't, didn't know? know already. Really, yeah. Um, just that it still can come for you after. I think that's the only time you find it. Like e- even though you pass it on, it can still come for you. Yeah, I think that's really much the yeah. only. Yeah, yeah. He did uh, share that little bit of info there. Little, little tidbit. Little tidbit. Little tidbit. And at this point, they go. So probably my favorite part of the my favorite part of the movie is the the beach scene. Oh yeah, I really like yeah. that part. Good scene. Yeah. Why is she sitting with her back facing? I do think that also kind of like it's like just maybe turn your seat the other way. Yeah, if there's this thing that's gonna kill you, uh-huh. that you can sneak up on you. Uh huh. Um, just saying. Yeah. Or maybe she thought that it had a little snorkel <laughs> come through the water. It snorkels. It's like, snor- there's the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> With his little flippers and everything. It's, or is that there on the tube, tubing around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It snorkels. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's what, that's what the sequel will be called. Instead of It Follows, it'll be yeah. It Snorkels. Yeah. Yeah, I got some ideas for the sequel. Oh, I got some ideas too. Yeah. Oh. We'll get that. Yeah. Yeah, so the beach scene is your favorite. Why is it your favorite? Because it just kind of comes out of nowhere like all the other scares 
you've kind of had a lid, it's been dread there. But you finally get a little sense of like things are kind of going okay. Maybe we're getting a handle on things, or much more than we than we have. Yeah. Um. Jay's kind of getting a little more comfortable. What's going on? She's still mm. freaked out, but everything. It's just it kind of it's a shot of the senses, basically. Yeah. Where it just kind of comes out of nowhere, and then of course she freaks out and it grabs her hair, which I thought was a pretty cool effect. Yeah, and then it was. It throws the chair like he tries to hit the thing with a chair, and it throws Paul like across the beach. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that scene was pretty neat. I remember it. So kind of confirming that it has, I guess, some. It's in, it's invisible, not see through. Either really great at sidekicks, or <laughs> has some supernatural strength there. Yeah, because Paul goes like, Doosh. yeah, and it, it really, and also it can't go through things. It is it is uh, physically there. Yeah, yeah. So I really like that part. Yeah, well, you know, keep going. Like, we got the, uh, they go into the little shed, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then she's, uh, you know, shooting at it. Mm-hmm. And they show me she's Greg. It keeps changing from, a like, a little, almost a young boy. So it starts keep... off as Yara, right? Yeah, the oh, friend yeah. Yara. Yeah, that's right. It does start off as Yara. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have all kinds of questions about the creature and the forms it takes. And of course, right. every time you see it, it's something compl- somebody completely different. Okay. Because when they go into the cabin again, it's another boy. Um, does it go boy, girl, boy, girl? Is kind of and thing. also, the tall man makes an appearance again. He does? Because, yeah, when they're inside, the, you see the tall guy outside. And then... That's, is, it, is it his twin? Hey, maybe. <laughs> You're not given a lot of information about the creature. No. Or it. No. Whatever you want to call it. Do you have a problem with that? Like, do you feel like there should have been a aha moment where they're flipping through a book and they're like, "Oh, this is no." Exactly. And now we'll talk about that for the sequel. Okay. But see, right now we're going to pause it for for me anyway. Okay. And no. All right. All right. So, what, what, what would you have? Do you would you have a preference for that kind of thing? No, I kind of like that it was very ambiguous. Yeah. And get your carpenter counter out. Okay. Bing. Bing. Like Michael Myers, mm-hmm. you're not exactly sure what it is. It's like, is he an escaped mental patient? Is he this force of evil? Mm-hmm. We see him seemingly appear and disappear in front of Laurie when she's walking home from school. And yeah. So there's kind of like this question: like, is it pure? evil is it a monster is it a, a person you're not you're really not you're really not sure of what yeah and i think is. the not knowing is more scary than being like it's this from planet something yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah exactly yeah i think whatever you interpret it to mm-hmm. be in your brain is yeah scarier. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the exact same way on that kind of thing uh, sometimes when it starts explaining things like okay well this is yeah. Kind of ruined it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know you're not a Star Wars fan, but that's what happened with the prequels. It explained everything. I was like, oh, okay, uh-huh. this is just dumb now. It's not like some mystical force. It's just a midi chlorian count in your blood cells that makes everything happen. Yeah. That's not interesting or fun at all. Yeah. That's just dumb. Yeah. Thanks, George Lucas, you <laughs> billionaire fuck. <laughs> you're very passionate about this. Oh, I'm like at about a two when it comes to the Star Wars. If you Ooh. want to go internet kind of thing, like okay. people are fucking stupid about Star Wars. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Okay. Why well, were we? We got the uh, carpenter counter going. Mm-hmm. Do you know where the names Jay and Kelly, the sisters of the movie, comes from? No. Jamie Lee and Kelly Curtis. 
Oh, right, because here that's right. Her sister is is Kelly Curtis. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Yeah, grew up in a showbiz family. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So another obvious nod to Halloween. Mm-hmm. So add that one to the list. Add it to the list. And she, anyway, she finally gets in the car and she drives off, and she gets she gets in the wreck because somebody pulls out in front of her. Yeah, yeah. And she gets in the cast, which kind of drives me crazy because she's constantly getting that cast wet. I was like. <gasps> That's going to smell awful. When it's like <laughs> oh, I never even thought about a wet cast. Yeah, and it's like, anything is wet all the time. I was like, that is going to smell awful. That's true. Put a trash bag on exactly. that thing. Exactly. I remember the once I had a cast in high school, I had to constantly put a trash bag on it when I was taking a shower. Because she was constantly getting that thing wet. Yeah, remember when I broke my leg in fourth grade? Yeah. Then we go to the zoo and you had that walking cast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had We've to keep each other for too long. I'd take a shower. <laughs> yeah. I had to take a shower with my legs sticking out. I had to be, I had to, I, doing that. I got in high school, I had to duct tape it around my top of my knee. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and I even for, then, it still got wet at points, and it smelled awful when I took it off, and I was like, yeah, sorry. Pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah, she goes to the hospital, and she got the cast, and everybody's concerned, and uh, she decides. Or, well, everybody's asleep. Everybody's asleep. Which uh-huh. is, there's like a string of bizarre behavior that mm-hmm. kind of runs throughout this movie. Yeah. It's like it's set in reality, but not quite. It's very dreamlike. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think he probably did that on purpose. There's a lot of things that are very like, because you know, everybody drives older cars, but there's also new cars randomly out there. They're not trying to hide that kind of thing. Um, you never really yeah. can tell, because they're wearing jackets sometimes, but then they're wearing like, they're at the beach swimming and saying how good the water feels. Oh, wow. Yeah. I never yeah. never thought of that. Because yeah, I mean, like, when she opened, we first see her, She's in the pool, and then she goes on that date later that night. They're all wearing jackets and stuff. And it's like, huh? That's kind of odd. Never considered like the weather slash, uh, you know, mm-hmm. apparel that yeah. they chose to chose to wear. Yeah, yeah. interesting point. Never interesting. thought of that. Okay, yeah. But yeah, they're at the hospital. She decides, or they decide that she's going to have sex with Greg. Um, yeah, uh, she locks eyes across the room. She's like, "Now's the time. Mm-hmm. I want to pass this thing on to Greg." You're going to get the curse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Oh, so they do it in the hospital. I hope she's not in, uh, hooked up to any kind of monitors because I feel like even though she doesn't seem to be like, oh my god, <laughs> super into it, she's like, could you imagine being at a hospital and getting caught doing that? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just wanted to bring it back real quick to the beach. Gotcha. When uh, Jay shoots the creature in the neck and yeah. it falls down. It does. Great little moment. And then it gets right back up. Yeah. And bonus points for being in the daytime. Mm-hmm. I like when a horror movie can pull off daytime. Scares. Yeah. Yeah, or, you know, I guess thrills. Kind of, yeah, I guess it's kind of hard to do. Yeah. Um, especially in a movie like this, it's kind of, you know, ominous and, uh, um, foreboding a lot of times yeah, yeah. Uh, for it to be pulled off something like this, which is one of the, the high points of the movie is, uh, pretty, pretty neat, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and it also establishes that it can be hurt, but it necessarily can't necessarily be killed. Yeah. Um, and it bleeds. Yeah. So again, what is it? What is it? Yeah. At this point, they're just kind of, uh, she's still freaked out about everything, um, even though Greg still has it. They don't, it's been like three days. Something like that. And, and Greg still like, hasn't nah. seen anything. 
hasn't followed me, dude. <laughs> He's like, whatever. I guess I'm that w- the one person that's immune to it or something. I don't yeah, know. I guess so. But later that night, Jay is just, you know, looking out her window, and then Greg shows up, and Greg is following Greg. Yeah. Yeah, Greg's in his pajamas. Well, the creature. The you creature, know? yeah. Yeah. And it, like, breaks the window mm-hmm. to get inside the house. And what color pajamas is Greg wearing? They're always wearing white. That's right. Um, always wearing white. There's a lot of color symbology throughout mm-hmm. this movie. If they're always wearing, when they get keeled, they're always, like, pink or, pink or, pink or red or when it's coming. A lot them. of red. Yeah, a lot yep. of red and pink. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay's fingernails were red. When, yeah. And yeah. she was pink. Uh, she's wearing, you know, pink. Uh, underwear and everything when she first got it. Yeah, I, I struggle with this part because, side note, I'm colorblind. Did you know oh, that? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I forgot because yeah, aren't well, both your brothers also colorblind? Oh, yeah, every male on my mom's side of the family is colorblind. Oh. It's not that we don't see color. I see what you see, yeah. I think. Yeah. But <laughs> my brain just can't, like, label what I'm seeing. So certain colors just kind of... Oh, I know, because like, stoplights are kind of a... Well, no, stoplights are very... That's easy. Yeah, it's Red, easy. green, yellow. Yeah. Just, you know, like blues, when you first purples. Saw ver- when you first saw vertical ones, were you like, what the fuck am I doing right now? What? When you first saw vertical... um, Or not, like horizontal uh, stoplights. Oh. Were you kind um, like, Well, <laughs> it took me a minute, maybe. <laughs> yeah, my mind got blown. What? But yeah, there's a lot of color symbology in the movie. Yeah, Greg's wearing white pajamas. Mm-hmm. What do you think white represents? Is it purification of death or something? Maybe. Well, white generally represents purity yeah. or a cleansing of some sort, right? They're cleansing all the... I don't know. Sex you know. makers? I don't know. Maybe. Don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe just just spitballing. It is, but it is interesting. They're always wearing white, yeah, um, and they always seem like kind of a when they're walking, they're almost like a sleep walking at some point. Sometimes, which is kind yeah. of yeah, they're not they're walking with purpose, but they're all very they're almost shambling kind of thing. Sure, they're not quite zombies, but they mm-hmm. they uh like I said, there's almost like they're somebody that's sleepy. Yeah, yeah. You know? And Greg breaks a window. Jay runs across the street. And by the time she gets upstairs, she sees that, well, the creature has transformed Greg's mom mm-hmm. in a white nightgown. Yes. Pounding on the door. Boop, boop, boop. And Greg opens the door, and his mom's titties hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah. And that's Wins- enough to scare anybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we call that wincest in the beers, I guess. Oh, but. Oh, and this is our only on-screen death. It is. So, why don't you break that down, Jason? So, like, uh, it's really cool. So, it uh, jumps at, it lunges um, yeah, at, it at Greg, and it's like, it like straddles him, essentially. Uh, dry hump, dry, you could say? Or maybe it's almost like they're, she's, would you say she's having sex with it? Or it's having sex with Greg? <sighs> Boy, I hope not. Uh, well, that's very... What a way to go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he died like he lived. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, that's enough to want to, you know. Gross. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, um, but yeah, she's you know she's riding Greg, and you can see like the life is just like she's almost like it's sucking the life out of Greg. Yeah. It's it's kind of what it was almost like a. What exactly is happening there? 
Now, do you think it's a bad thing that you don't see that other than this scene that that's the only time we see like a sort of death scene? I'm cool with it to be the only on-screen death in the movie. Really? Again, back to like the ambiguous thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're not. Yeah. I, I don't, guess ultimately it doesn't matter. No. And like I said, I think it was a very effective scene and kind of got, I think it did what it needed to do as far as show what happens or what yeah. it was doing. That essentially it like, it it fucks you to death essentially what kind of what it seems like i mean <laughs> yeah. i mean that's that's not a uh and not in a good way not in a good way <laughs> uh but like i said it seems like it's like taking the life force out of out of greg yeah and he, he, there, he, like, he drains him completely at yeah, one point isn't he turns there over. water running out of uh the creature's hands like, I, I remember at this point it kind of reminded me like in a I saw, just because I saw this movie recently, kind of remember, like, this is a good version of The Ring, essentially. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Because, okay. uh, you know, it's passing on from person to person. Oh, shit. Um, I never made that connection. Yeah. It is kind of Ring-ish. It's a, like I said, it's a good version of The Ring. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like The Ring? The original? I watched it. It, it doesn't hold up as good no, upon no, rewatchings when it came out in, what, 2002? Something was like that. Yeah. Damn good. Like, I remember, yeah, I remember being a kid and being like, this And horror was kid. dry as fuck. Yeah. Then. So it was like, all right, we'll take this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, we can get in that on another. Yeah. Uh, but, and it just it can be a part of our movies that shouldn't have got a sequel. Because <laughs> 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 boy, were those bad. Yeah. The Ring 2, The Grudge 2. Uh, oh. The Lost Boys. Rings? Oh, God. Rings? I never saw that. I never, I've never seen the commercials like, well, but that's going to be a big old pile of shit. <laughs> Hey, we should do like a uh, a bonus episode where we just like get drunk and watch rings <laughs> and commentate the whole thing. That'll be our Patreon episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, for a for a dollar a month, you can get access month. to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I never made that connection, but yeah, there's um. So yeah, Greg, uh, Greg's mom, dry humps somebody to death. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's essentially what happens because they're disturbing. still fully clothed and everything. But, yeah. And oh. Yeah. Well, over the over the clothes kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and then you see it's like you see the the color drain from Greg. <laughs> A little titty action. <laughs> you know, keeping it very eighth grade. Just <laughs> <laughs> you know, finger banging his mom a little bit. <laughs> Can we move on? <laughs> you started it. All right, all right. Oh, uh, but yeah, and of course, and then Jay freaks out and runs away because she knows that you know she's next yeah that's right she's next because she gave it to greg now now yeah now greg's been killed so it goes back to jay Mm -hmm. and jay gets in her car and just drives somewhere and falls asleep on the hood of her car Mm -hmm. just to buy time yeah and then she wakes up and she sees a couple guys on the boat sees a couple guys on the boat yes She's um, like, well, I just want to get rid of this thing immediately. Let me go bang these guys. I don't quick. think she bangs any of them, though. I think it's implied that she does. I think it's implied that she does Because when then, she gets back home, she bangs Paul. Mm-hmm. And she's giving it to Paul. And that's why bangs Paul, isn't the classiest word we could use. To no, okay, this. I'm sorry. She, I don't <laughs> think she has sexual intercourse with <laughs> okay. these three gentlemen. We can say bangs. It's okay. Fine. I don't think she fucks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you think that? Uh, because I don't. She does come home wet. Yes, she does come home wet. As in, like with the wet, wet cast. 
Um, <laughs> uh, smelly ass cast. Yeah, that thing's gonna that be thing's gotta smell wretched by now. She probably swam out to the boat and they're like, "Hey, that thing stinks." Get away from us. <laughs> they probably turned her down because of that cast. Probably. Um, but I don't think. Um, I read something about uh, implied that it wasn't because she was wearing a, a ball, some kind of like the ball on her shirt. I, I can't relate. Don't want to get into that because I forgot exactly how it was. Okay, but I don't think she would have uh, had Paul bang or have sex with the hookers, you know, if she had if she would have done it with those guys as well. Um. Yeah. Well, this is we're kind of getting into like, eh, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. So we could take this however you want it. Yeah. But I I think it, at the very least it's implied that she has sex with him. Okay. Whether she does or doesn't, yeah. she definitely takes her clothes off and she's walking into the water, as to say like, well, I'm gonna swim out here and. That's true. Throw it to these boys on the boat <laughs> and get rid of this thing. How you doing, sailor? <laughs> <laughs> she turns it's like a 1950s <laughs> woman all of a sudden. Oh, and then it's, this is. And then they go to the, the point that most people have the most biggest problem with in this movie, which is the the plot to get rid of the creature. Um, yeah, it was when they they get they go to a pool. Their their plans to lure the creature into the pool. Well, we're, we're kind of getting ahead of ahead of ourselves a little bit. Okay, yeah, we're gonna get to that pool. <laughs> Speaking of the pool, yeah, and well, in water in general, there's a lot of water mm-hmm. themes throughout this. Did you catch it? I did catch that. Yeah. Because, like, at the very beginning, when we see Jay, she's floating in her pool. Yeah. We kind of get the impression that, like, the pool water in general is her safe mm-hmm. space. Her safe, yeah. Yeah, she f- feels safe in the pool. And did you notice that when Jay and Paul are on the couch and they're talking about their childhood memories, there's a painting of the ocean? Oh, no, I missed that. Yeah, so there's, like, little water themes. And when, uh, Greg's mom dry hops him to death. <laughs> like there's like water coming out of her hands or something. Or yeah, that's I, I called that part. And I, I didn't pick up on the water being very big uh-huh. on this movie. I missed the uh, the water painting. She swims out to the guys on the boat and to possibly maybe maybe not. Yeah. I think we're split on this. I don't think she did. <laughs> And I also have questions about what we get to after the, after the synopsis. Okay. I have questions. Yeah. I really want to have okay. a big question. I yeah, like, there's a lot to unpack in this movie. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's like a, it's like a 10 layer cake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's, there's lots to it. Yeah, and there's, and we're just, and right now we're just going on the surface. We're going oh, on that first layer. Oh, we're just, oh, we're just cracking that but We're going to dive deep on down there. Oh, we're, well, we're trying. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah, water does play a big part and most of the time, when they're near water is one of the worst things that happened, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, and they they go to the beach. Mm-hmm. They're hanging mm-hmm. out by the. Yeah. the they're hanging out by the water. Mm-hmm. When their hair gets pulled up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and then the uh, and then the the pool scene a little bit later. Mm-hmm. You know, in water. Okay. Let's see. Where do where do we? We're gonna get to that pool scene, God, and so we're at the many, pool scene. There's so many. We're getting swallowed in the layers of this movie because you're like, wait a minute. Well, oh, but what about this? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So it's one of back those up a little movies. bit. Yeah. It's kind of like trying to break down The Shining. Oh like, God! I feel like The Shining would be a motherfucker. Have like, you seen that documentary? Yeah. Yes, I have, and it's great. Yeah. 
I had to watch it in but, parts. I had to watch it in parts. I was like, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it, there's a lot in that movie. Yeah. It's really well done. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting how it's uh, kind of a, and how other people's watch movies is going to be interesting. Yeah, other I'm sure we'll get to The Shining. Yeah. You know, it'll down be like the road. A, it'll be a six-hour episode. Yeah. We'll it, it'll, it. it'll get down the road. We'll talk about the Native Americans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's that whole subplot. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get to the pool scene. Okay. Oh, because no, yeah, because Greg Greg just died, and they're yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she gets back and they're hashing a plan about how to get rid of the creature. Yeah, that's true. And um, well, the whole gang loads up: Jay, Kelly, Paul, and Yara. They mm-hmm. load up in the car, yeah. And they're they've hatched this plan of like, well, let's go to the pool. And back to your point, they have a whole conversation about how where the suburbs end. They were not they weren't allowed to go south of eight mile. Yeah, that's uh, like right zone. before they yeah they get. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> That's right before they get to the pool. And they're talking about they're, when they were all kids, they weren't allowed to go south uh-huh. of 8 Mile. And then they're yeah. all going there. As, as I guess they're no, it was kind of sh- more things showing that they're not kids, they're not innocent anymore. Yeah. Because they yeah. are going past where they're always so they weren't supposed to go. Because this is where the suburbs ended, and it's where the city started. That's right. Uh, that part felt a little. Forced? A little tacked on. Mm hmm. Like the, the commentary there. Mm hmm. I, I get what they're saying. I don't get why they're saying it at that time. Okay. Like, what is the director? What's he trying to say there? Like, I saw he's saying it was it's, them it's like acknowledging that they're no longer, they're, well, they're always told not to do this when they were kids, but now yeah. they're not kids anymore, so they're going past south oh, of where they're... Hey, yeah. further... Further the, your uh, theory about this whole big loss of innocence kind of loss thing. Loss of innocence, <laughs> transition mm-hmm. to adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. So it's them kind of the way they're not kids anymore. They're going where they're always told they weren't supposed to go. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's how I interpreted that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's yeah, spot on. Yeah. And before they do all that, they're pulling out of the driveway, and you got a guy on the roof. Just hanging on. Was he naked? Oh, yeah, he was totally naked. I thought he had like a pouch nah, over his nah, he was hanging wiener. On. No, that's just how <laughs> massive his wiener was. What? <laughs> Trust me, I had that same thought, too, and I analyzed, and I analyzed the hell Did out of Did you that. zoom in on it? Oh, yes. Kind of like in CSI, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. or I had those, those shows. Cool fancy things where I was pulling it all up with they my like fingers. They, like, zoom in on a license zoom. plate. They're yeah. like, enhance. And enhance. I was like, Siri, enhance. Enhance. <laughs> enhance the dong. And it's, it's it was a impressive unit. Okay, and, oh, another little side note. You see a shot of Jay's pool, and it's busted. Yeah, it's busted. The pool is flooded out. She no longer has her innocence. No. Or her safety. You know, the water, her pool is her safety. But yeah. you, you you never see the pool get, you like, it's like, who did that? How yeah, did like, what happened, happened to it? How it, You don't see, it's like, it's like a branch there or anything that maybe could have fallen on it, or there's kids. Yeah, or did neighbors. the guy on the roof do it? Maybe it could have been. Um, you know. Did the creature do it? It's, you know, we don't know. It's one of the mysteries of the movie. But it's kind of another little symbolic little thing, like oh, innocence over. You Maybe, know, perhaps. Yeah, this is your safe place, but you're not safe anymore. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So they they drive through. You know, Detroit. Eight mile. Eight mile. You know, this is our second episode, and we have brought up eight miles. You know. In every episode. <laughs> it's just, just going to be a thing where we work in eight miles. <laughs> I'm not I'll, mad about I'll it. I said, eight miles not a bad movie. Hey, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not a bad movie. It's very of its time, but it's still not a bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you only get one chance to talk about it. One opportunity. <laughs> Let's talk about it. 
All right. Mom's spaghetti. Hey, okay. <laughs> did you bring some of mom's spaghetti? <laughs> My palms are sweaty. All right. So they get to this, uh, what was like, it a community pool? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and they've hatched this plan of like, well, we're going to put all these electronics around this pool yeah. and have Jay kind of wade in the pool and mm-hmm. wait for the creature to come to it, and we're going to toss all these electronics in and electrocute it, yep. and happy ending. Exactly. Things don't go quite as planned. No, not quite as planned. And again, I want to hit on... It's one of the the parts about this movie that keeps me from loving it. Okay. They really drag out that whole sequence of her just waiting in the pool. Yeah, that needed to be shortened up a lot. Boy. Yeah. I mean, it's like literally about three minutes. Yeah. They show it. They show an outside POV. They show inside them in the pool. POV. She's uh, waiting with the cast on steel. Wait, waiting with that <laughs> soggy ass, smelly cast. They show another POV shot of it raining and thundering. They show her waiting some more. And it's like, okay. We get it. Again, we I appreciate a good slow burn. Yeah. I, I get what you're doing, David Robert Mitchell. Yep. But just press that gas a little bit, okay? Yeah, Let's exactly. Let's see a little. Mm. Give the birds what they want. You know? Now, do you have a problem with the finale of this movie? Being that the pool is like the final scene again, back to Jay's safe place. I think it's kind of dumb. Yeah, I feel like they could have maybe done it. It's like I feel like they could have. But then man, I read his uh, reasoning behind it was like it was supposed to be kind of dumb because these are teenagers trying to deal with something like they're a Scooby Doo gang. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I get that, I understand okay, what he was but, trying. To, but at the end of the day, I was like, still, he should also give his characters a little more credit. Yeah. Because there was, and they've uh, already assuming, established that they can't shoot it to death. So what's electric? What's electrocuting it going to do? Right. Um, yeah, it's almost like he's not taking his characters uh, seriously or something. Like yeah, I, like all the good that he did in this movie, he did a lot right. This is kind of like maybe you could have taken another pass at this part. You know? Yeah. Uh, overall, or, um, I think most people would kind of agree. Yeah. And if you if you do or don't, email us at the Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Hey, we'll, Let us know. We'll, we'll, we'll read your uh, comments. Hey, we'll read pod. it. We'll read it on the next episode. Yeah. And we'll, yeah, seriously. Um, I'll write in a fake one. <laughs> Phil, if your interpretation is wrong, Jason had everything right. <laughs> It'll be like when your mom, like, <laughs> you know. I my don't mom know. says I'm really hot, so I don't understand why the girls <laughs> don't like me. I'm a cat. Well, my mom says I'm cool, so <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. But give us your thoughts. You know, yeah. by the way, like we want this to be like an interactive sort of podcast. Yeah, so if, absolutely. If you want to correct us, if you want to say, "Hey, you're full of shit about this," or "I think you're wrong," first of all, lay off. We're doing the best we can. <laughs> We're trying here. We're trying. Yeah, yeah. We're new to this podcast game. Yeah, but yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Did do you think the pool scene was? I just thought it was silly. Let's finish it up here. So, this is a. This was a serious horror movie for the most part. Not a lot mm-hmm. of comedic value to it. Very, I mean, on purpose. It was, you know, a very deliberate movie. Yeah. That just kind of seems silly. Yeah. Well, when her dad, the creature who is now taking the form of her dad, he shows up again in white, and he starts chucking these appliances mm-hmm. at her in the pool. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, I did like that. Was kind of cool when it was like because oh, this, some you, of them like really had some 
some stank on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like he was like Clayton Kershaw on those motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was one thing I was like. The, Is that a baseball player? That's a pitcher, yes. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, Greg Maddox, the shit out of <laughs> Tom Glavin, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, but yeah, he sat there and he was like, really, I, I wish you could see the creature's face. He was like, you guys are, you guys are fucking stupid. Oh, uh, yeah. But I do. I did like the part where it was like it's here, and she's just pointing into the thing. Like I really uh-huh. like that part, where she because you know they can't see it, but she's just kind of like pointing at it the whole time. Um, but then of course Paul's being an idiot and shooting at it, and ends uh, up shooting. Yeah. I can't remember if it was Yara or uh, yeah, the he, other one. yeah. He shoots Yara yeah. in the leg. Yeah. And then I was like, uh, well, and then they eventually throw the sheet over the creature, so you can so see that it. Paul can see it, and he shoots it in the head, mm-hmm. point blank, bang. point blank, yeah. But yeah. And the creature falls in the pool, yeah. presumably dead. Mm-hmm. But then he grabs Jay by the leg yeah. as she's trying to swim out. Mm-hmm. And then Paul shoots through the water a few more times, and was, it hits it in the head. Yeah. But it's like, oh, well, this headshot did it. Yeah, the only thing I was like, I know you're wearing clothes, but you should probably jump in that pool a little bit just to you know make sure your friend doesn't fucking drown. Seems like oh, a little yeah. bit better excuse okay. than just shooting wildly, all willy nilly in, in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But like I said, that was the part of it was like. Bleh. Well, what could they have done with the the climax of the movie? Put it into like a because they they've shot it. They know it can't die from a gunshot wound. Yeah, they could have trapped it. Oh, you know. Yeah, like I don't know exactly where they could have trapped. They could have like. I'm just saying this is an example. They could have like dug some sort of pit and then put a, <laughs> okay. like a top over it, like you know, a tarp. like a, a top, a tarp, something over there yeah. just to keep it there. Or <laughs> Home Alone style. Home Alone style. Yeah. Set up a series of elaborate traps <laughs> and be like, hey, Jay, go stand over there. It's going to walk over these micro cars <laughs> and fall <laughs> And guess what? We got some paint cans coming it's, at you. I hope it scared tarantulas, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, so they could have gone the Home Alone route. Yeah, that could have been something that they could have done, which also would have been childish. Yeah, um, but yeah, oh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> like the hey, Scooby Doo yeah. gang. Yeah, bringing it back. Yeah, but yeah, that was my big big. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's it's slow delivery. It's deliberately slow some points, which it could have been sped up, like you were talking about. Yeah, well, let's wrap up the movie real quick. So mm-hmm. a- after the pool scene ends, what do we get next? We get uh, Yara in the hospital. Yeah. And Jay and Paul are there. Yeah. And Jay's wearing red. Jay is wearing red. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at this point, Paul's trying to, you know. He's, oh, well, Paul's already in there. Paul, Paul's Paul's getting in there. Oh, yeah, he's. He's, he's sliding in there. Yeah, he, he already slid in. Open them guts. Mm. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and Yara is reading from her little. So we never talked about this, but the whole movie, Yara is reading um, this like clamshell yeah. e reader, mm-hmm. and you're not really sure what it is. No. So if it wasn't for that, you would probably say, "Oh, this was definitely set in the '70s or early '80s." Intro. That's the only thing. Intro. She used her cell phone to call her dad. Oh. And uh, when she's okay. driving her car, and uh, a pretty new F one fifty backs out. Is the the truck that backs out? Oh, the F one fifty. F one fifty. Oh yeah, we've seen a lot of those. Oh yeah. 
Um, on the mean streets of Snow Hill. <laughs> <laughs> the farming community. You're issued F-150 yeah. <laughs> around them parts. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, apparently we sound like a couple of fucking rednecks on the podcast. Who said that? Um, A couple of my Fuck friends. <laughs> yeah, y'all kiss our asses. <laughs> Welcome to the Spook House, Kiss y'all. my grits, you motherfucker. <laughs> kiss my grits. <laughs> Well, hey, I'm not a I'm not ashamed of our uh, southern drawl. Uh, southern drawl. Sorry, whatever. Yeah, hey. suck it. Yeah, you just can't be blessed with this drawl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I sound like a reject on fucking hee haw. It's not my fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're all hanging out in the hospital room, and Yara's reading from the little e reader. Yeah, she's reading the uh, the ballad of J. Alfred Prufrock. Okay, I was hoping you could... T.S. Eliot. It's, a, it's one of the most maddening, maddening poets, poems to ever read because it doesn't make any fucking sense. So you know about this then? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, when, can when you I, offer and, anything else? Like why it's maybe they it, included that it's in the in Not the exactly. I mean, it's just one of, the, it's one of those poems that you read in college and you're supposed to write a paper on about mm-hmm. your interpretation of it. But you just like Google an interpretation exactly. of it. And exactly. And copy and paste but it's, it. Change a few words. No. <laughs> uh, right, no, sorry. But like, people write like dissertations on this one poem because it's just so fucking full of metaphors and symbologies. And poems are never like I read, but poems are never anything I'm ever interested in because it's just like yeah. Meh. But that's what that's what she's reading, uh, and it's just like Ugh, I'm good on this. T. S. Eliot's just uh, yeah okay. And after that, we see Jay and Paul. Hand in hand, wearing white mm-hmm. for the first time. And they're holding hands. And they're holding hands, which Paul confirmed slid up in there. Yes, and then, then go, she Paul. goes off and he has sex with a prostitute, it's implied. Wait. Yeah. Yeah, and when he's when they're like driving no, past dude. those uh those... This is the end of the movie. No. That was that was like ten that was like fifteen minutes before. Yeah, but we didn't That was around it. the same time well, yeah, but that was around the same time that um uh, Jay was swimming out with her soggy cast to sleep with those boys on the boat. Yeah. And then I think there's a shot around that time of Paul cruising past these prostitutes mm-hmm. and it was never cruising. Conf- Have you done that before, Philip? You said it like you like a like an old pro. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Where do you even do that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's another thing from my uh oh, I wanna say childhood, but like from a movie you've never I've never like driven past like prostitutes on the street and they're like, "Hey, honey." Yeah, we we like, grew up in a very small place, Philip. Yeah, we did. Phil, I guess. Sorry, I'm not allowed to call you Philip. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the whole uh, Paul driving past the prostitutes. Scene, yeah, th- that took place earlier. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it definitely did. But anyway, but that was him taking the curse and passing it on to a very promiscuous, you know, prostitute. Possibly. Which is, which I'm assuming is pretty much implied at that point. It's implied, but again, everything's very ambiguous in this movie. Yeah, like that's true. But I think I think we can both agree that he uh, he banged, for lack of a better word. Yeah, a sure. Hua, a hua. That's what I say on Sopranos. Oh, okay. hua. <laughs> I've yet to watch the Sopranos. Oh, you're missing out. I bet. Yeah, there's a lot of shows like that. Yeah. I'm sure Game of Thrones is great. I haven't got around to watching it yet. What do you watch? You watch anything besides <laughs> horror movies <laughs> and Mark Duplass like independent movies? <laughs> I watch a lot of stuff. Okay. How many times have you seen Creep Two? Um, only once. Maybe yeah, twice. Me too. I was kind of disappointed about. 
I don't hate it. I don't I didn't hate it, but it's, and I, thought, I thought Creed was a lot better. Anyway, bad okay. dude follows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so either way, it's implied maybe maybe you did sleep with these prostitutes, maybe not. But at the end of the movie, we see Jay and Paul, hand in hand, yes. wearing white for yep. the first time in the movie, mm-hmm. walking down the street. And we see a person in the far back. off in the distance. Yeah. Is it the creature? We don't know. We don't know. But I think it's wearing the same clothes as Paul. Really? Yeah. It looks like because Paul <clears throat> has on like a dark jacket and a white undershirt, yeah. the person in the back does too. So yeah. is it could be the creature being Paul. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean I'm pretty sure that's supposed but to be again, ambiguous. It could you could just be a person. But again, it's open to interpretation. And they will both be able to see it. So on a scale of one to ten, what do you give this movie? Man, uh, now yeah. After like rewatching it and like breaking it down, mm-hmm. I'll I'll give it a solid eight out of ten. All right, about seven point five, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a lot of things, mostly a lot of things that I loved. Yeah, me too. There's a lot of things. I think you said it could have been shorter. I feel like it should have been a little shorter. You could have shaved off about so, ten minutes there. Yeah, or maybe not even quite ten minutes, but you could have shaved off probably a good five. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it, even that would have made it like speedier, like which I get it needs the... to be a slow burn, but it maybe it still need to be a little speedier. Yeah. And I would have liked to have seen more, just maybe one or two more scenes with the creature. Yeah. Like uh, coming towards a person in like close proximity. Yeah. I'm not saying like don't resort to cheap jump, jump scares. scares and like compromise the movie yeah, or the absolutely. integrity of it. But, yeah, you know it it needed that. Yeah, that a little bit more like a bigger punch. punch. Yeah, it needed that punch. Um, also that would have been you know maybe one more kill because there's only two in this entire movie and you don't even see you see the, one you see one and it's a dry humping scene. You'd be incest. An incestual dry humping scene. Mm, yeah, but it was very effective, though. It kinda. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it it wasn't awful. No, but it was like when you saw it, it was like a mom straddling her son's yeah. corpse. And it was like, okay, I'm not sure what I would have put there in its place. No, it's true. But yeah. you know, so sequel. Do you have any ideas for where a sequel could possibly go for this one? Well, not really. I think this is kind of the epitome of one of those movies that you don't really need a sequel the for. The exact same way. I do not want to see a fucking sequel. I'll go see if it whenever it comes out, there's talks of a sequel. I don't I don't want a fucking sequel. I think they were when you I've read some stuff and I think that's just like the like morning DJ people be like, So, what do you think about a sequel? And the actors are just like I don't know. There could be. <laughs> and then a headline is like, there could be a sequel. It follows. It's uh, like, there's really nothing there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure David Robert Mitchell mm-hmm. uh, has no interest in making it. Yeah. Because he just released Under the Silver Lake with Andrew it. Garfield. Yeah, Alma showing it like next week or so. And I think that's like not horror in No, it's way. not. I've it's seen not. the trailer before. It's not. I think. And it, the movie he made before this was not it's horror. It's a straight up teen movie. Yeah, what was it called? Uh, the Myth of the American Sleepover? Yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that, but I've also heard it's very dreamlike. Kinda. Okay, yeah. I want, I want to see it, but I, just, I, mean, I haven't yeah, been I around to it. I just haven't got around to it. So, yeah, I don't want to see... Because 
inevitably they would demystify it completely. Oh they yeah, would they'd explain, be like, "Well, it's a sequel. We gotta, we gotta explain to the audience." What what, what happened was these uh, these guys in their mother's basement came up with a uh, a oh. secret scroll that they came across that enabled Ooh, this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to know where this came from. Yeah. You've completely ruined. Oh, so it would completely. I'm sure they would enable demystify whatever it is. Um, exactly, or, and that's why some movies. I'm not trying to call out a specific movie in the Halloween series, but there's one that tries to explain Michael Myers' background and his upbringing in a certain way. Yep. And boy, is it a rough one, dude! I can't wait till we get to that episode. Yep. Um, yeah, so, September we'll start our, our Halloween. Yes. <laughs> Hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me back. Hold me Hold back. Me back. <laughs> so around September we're going to start breaking down the Halloween entire movies, Halloween series. Including we, Halloween 3. Yeah. And Rob Zombie. And, and Rob Zombie. Yep. Yeah, we're going to get there. But, uh, okay, yeah, back to it follows. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is a movie you... I don't want to see a sequel to it. No, I don't really at all. Yeah, I mean, it would just like I, said, I just feel like it would completely demystify it and make it just so uninteresting. Absolutely. Or I mean, or 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 kill it. And again, I don't want anybody to kill it. It'd be more like shit follows. <laughs> oh, I hey. see what you did there. Hey. hey, hey, shit follows. Hey, hey, you know what didn't get a sequel? What's that? Eight Mile. So I'm thinking, hey, two Detroit films. Mm-hmm. You could combine the sequels. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm on something here. Sixteen Mile. Cut lit follows. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just DJ Khaled. He follows you around DJ everywhere. DJ Khaled. And he shouts inspirational phrases. Why am I yelling? Get that money. <laughs> shouts inspirational. Can I get too. two shots of espresso with that? He makes you listen to his music and he fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I have a couple questions about Yet Follows. Okay. Though. Yeah, let's hear them. So, if you're wearing a condom, oh, do you pass that on? Hmm. I don't know. All right. So, <laughs> so. Yeah. If you're in a threesome, Ooh. who gets it? Also, oh, okay. okay. Who gets it? And. And does it make two creatures? That's a does it, does very it, good point. Um, also, another question. Again, the Spookhouse Podcast at gmail dot com. If yeah. you got some theories on, yeah, these, absolutely. Write them in, or the, or or hit us up on the Instagram page. Send it hey, to us. Hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, Spookhouse Podcast. So there's that. Also, um, if you come, if you don't come, oh gosh, like so, <laughs> you, you know what happens if you just. Does it? Do you have to have a, like maybe you're you hooking up with a, with a lady, and you have a whiskey dick. Oh, you. Maybe maybe like you start, uh, but then you just pass out kind okay. of thing, and you're just like Bleh, whatever. Does it come up like oh you couldn't keep it up, so oh. I gotta put you down. You know, like you almost made it follow. Mm, but guess what? You didn't quite follow enough. Does the it start at the point of orgasm? Like or like as soon as maybe penetration starts. These are all questions. These are all uh, questions I've got. You know, you once know? again, left. It's very ambiguous. Does it have he to does. be penetration? You know, because oh. what if it's, you know, <laughs> these are questions I just want to know. 
I want to know them too. Well, you know, like you know, they've got the loophole where it's anal sex. You know, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay, just stop, Jason. <laughs> I feel like you're about to go down a deep, dark hole that we don't want to go down. How would you get away from it? Okay, well, clear. We'll go away from the the, the okay. gross stuff. Um, but also, did you have any theories on it? If you're in a threesome, do you get I to never. It? I didn't consider that. Yeah, is it? That's great point though. Yeah, I didn't consider it. Um, or maybe there's lots of people in, in the room. Like, who would be the person that, ooh, would, that would get that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and what constitutes, you know, we yeah, having we got, sex? We got it. Okay. We got it. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. So, how would I get away from it? Yes. Board a plane. I would just hop on a plane. Yeah. I'd fly to Europe somewhere. I mean, I'm sorry. Is that thing, was it just going to walk through the ocean? I don't think so. Is it going to go to the airport, walk through the airport, and get through TSA? Have oh, you been through, through TSA? It's a nightmare. Even you can't just lumber <laughs> through that line. They're going to be look. like, uh, sir, I need you to empty your pockets. Oh, well, I'm on a mission to kill <laughs> this person. Well, sir, sorry, but... <laughs> And then again, you don't, want, you don't see... Or then it'd be like, a, it would see somebody that it previously was in the chain that had passed on. I was like, oh, Paul, you're four people down, so just keep an eye on things. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I would board a plane. What okay. about you? Uh, like I said, try to trap it. Trap it? Yeah. Because uh, clearly yeah. you can't... They don't know any way they could kill it. Yeah, if you just put it in a cage, boom. Yeah. All right. Let's bury it. Lock it away in a cage. Bury it. Kind of uh, like they maybe. do in uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. They just bury the troll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And just put a marking on the tree there. Um, yeah. And then you can just, uh, add, when it's in oh, the cage, by you the can way, like, spray paint it or whatever. We got to do Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have a kid's horror week a month, and that'll definitely oh, be in there. Oh, yeah. There's some good, there's yeah. some classics in there. Mm-hmm. A little Hocus Pocus. Monster so, Squad. You know, yeah. Uh, Monster House. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I've seen it. Paranorman. It's good. I, yeah. Paranorman's good. There's a lot of good options there. Yeah. Man, we hit some dark points in this episode. Well, it's a dark episode. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, it follows this kind of a dark movie. Yeah. When you really unpack we it. We went from killer clowns from outer space. Yeah, there was a very uh, tonally a different shift mm-hmm. with these movies. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I don't want a sequel to this movie. Oh, definitely not. No. Also, I don't. One thing's I don't know if it probably will. Pretty sure the Weinstein Company owned this one, and the Weinstein Company, for good reasons, is no longer a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's probably wrapped up in like rights, or somebody probably bought it out and just doesn't care about. It Did something it. happen with the Weinstein's? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <I'm sorry. laughs> you said it so like incredulously. <laughs> I was like, what? I mean, was there like a, some sort of major scandal or? I don't know. You yeah. tell me later. No yeah. Big deal. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no sequel needs to be made for this movie. I don't think so. It would make it uninteresting. So, Jason, final thoughts. Anything else you want to lay out about this movie? Uh, no, I think we pretty much, for me anyway, I've left it out on the field. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got parts that I did like, parts that I didn't like, mm-hmm. um, namely Tossing Toasters. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, well, overall, I really do enjoy this movie. Yeah, I know that it sounds like I'm like shitting on this movie, uh-huh. but I do it because I care. <laughs> you know what I mean? You it's like it so much, you want it to be think it could be better. Yeah, it's like I God, I get what you're doing, yeah. David Robert Mitchell, and I love it. 
But I just, ew, I just want to tweak a few things. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not saying I could make it better. Yeah. Um, obviously, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just <laughs> talk about these movies with you. Yeah. But yeah, I, there's a few parts. It's frustrating. Yeah. Because it movie could be me better. Frustrated. It was really good. It could be better. I feel like a lot of movies should make their movies with this kind of mindset in their heads, you know? That's true. Um, like, less is more subtle, mm-hmm. tension, sense of dread. Yeah. Uh, you know, slow it down a bit. Mm-hmm. Know when to, you know, push the pace. Yeah. And this has kind of gotten more popular here recently with the horror movies that have come out, like Hereditary or A uh, Quiet Place. They've been very much a... Uh, um, they're not as a show or a tail not show kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Or or quiet or place. Quiet a place. Little less. Yeah, but there's yeah. Quiet place was kind of um, like Hollywood's answer to yeah. this kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's still sure. good. Yeah. I'd have to rewatch it. I only saw it once, but I left to the theaters. I was like, yeah, that was it's fun. Good. It's fun. I mean, that's whenever I see horror movies, I just want it to be fun. And yeah, it and I a like fun movie. and I like when horror movies do well. Uh, yeah. And especially when original horror movies do well, like yeah. A Quiet Place, mm-hmm. for all its flaws, yeah. which aren't too many. No, I mean uh, I, it's I a like it's a tight movie. It's not like world earth shattering or anything, but it's a tight, fun movie, mm-hmm. which is what it was set out to be. It didn't set out to be like some Oscar, you know. Yeah, so I I appreciate it, and I hope that trend continues. We need more good original horror movies, and not you know not the ones that just come straight to DVD or whatever that nobody hears about with like good mainstream kind of things yeah would be great yeah exactly yeah but uh do you have any final thoughts on the movie or? final thoughts uh i love it uh I, well i don't love it yeah I, <laughs> i'm frustrated i this like movie, it but it, i want to love it and i know yes yeah. but overall i if somebody anytime somebody asks me like well, hey, what's some good new horror movies? Because some sometimes you'll hear somebody say, like, well, all new horror movies suck. Well, it's it's like, not true at all. Yeah, yeah it's not true at all. But this one's always right up there in the conversation. Yeah, So for sure. So this is a... Uh, and from as far as I can tell, like, most of the cast, they're off doing... I know uh, Micah Monroe was in the, the Independence Day sequel. She was, yeah. Uh, um, I didn't see that. I didn't either. But she's been doing a lot of... Pretty solid independent films. Nice. I've only like watched the trailers and stuff, but I haven't watched the movies. But you know, mm-hmm. seems like she's doing really good for herself. Good. Do you know who she's dating? No. Who is she dating? Joe Keery from Stranger Things. Which one Steve? is Steve? Oh, really? Yep. Nice. Good for Steve. Yeah, good for Steve. The best den mother. Hey, in we, hey we got Stranger Things season three coming out in July. Yeah, we do. I hope it's good. I hope it's good. I hope it is too. Did you like season two? Not as much season one. It was okay. It was okay. There was one. There was one episode I was like, "This is fucking." Dumb. Oh, that episode. Yes. yes. Oh boy. Oh yeah, boy. they jumped the fucking shark on that one. Yeah. And then some. Oh yeah. For sure. But hey, that's another that's episode. Another episode. Maybe we'll do a Stranger we'll Things do, yeah. rundown sometime. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but for now, I think we've pretty much covered all of it. Follows. Yeah. I think overall we liked it. Mm-hmm. Almost loved it. Yeah. You know, but we respect the shit out of it. Absolutely, I would I would recommend it to anybody. Really. I would too. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a, it's a fun movie. It's a nice 
Um, well, I wouldn't say fun. It's a very dreadful. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of movies I have fun with. <laughs> well, for freaks like us. Yeah. yeah. I guess some people would find it not quite as much fun. But yeah. I, for one, really enjoy this movie, and I, I would recommend it to most people. Yeah. yeah if you have any it. kind of interest in horror movie, I would be like, yes. Oh, uh, it follows. Absolutely. So, you know, if you were listening to this and you want to share your thoughts with us, spookhousepodcast at gmail.com, send it in. Let Do us it. know what you thought. Absolutely. Maybe uh, we're total fucking assholes and we, you know, got it all wrong. Well, apparently your friends think we're country bumpkins. Yeah, well, <laughs> don't say country bumpkins. <laughs> I threw some stank on it. Okay, yeah, you did. Purpose. You threw some Snow Hill stank on that. <laughs> oh, and I think whenever I get around you, I, it brings it out in me. It probably does, oh, yeah, because you've been here longer than I have, so I've got it pretty, yeah. pretty hard yeah, you, still. You still got that stank on it. <laughs> still got that, that, that Greenville area stink. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, whatever. <clears throat> so next week, for no sequels, we will be doing... Uh, the ri- behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon. Yeah, okay. Um, We're doing behind the mask, and also that will be on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so give it a watch. So go ahead and watch it before we do that. If you haven't seen it, it's a good. Yeah. It's a good. Well, I haven't seen it in years, so I'm pretty excited about it. I haven't either. I watched it maybe twice, and I loved it. Yeah, it was a good time. I, was, I hope it holds up. I think it will. I do too. I do too. And they left it wide open for a sequel. See, I don't remember how. I kind of remember how it ended, but I don't know how At, it like, ends. I think it was like an after credit scene. Uh, we'll get to that next week then. We'll get to that next week. Yeah, we'll just we'll tease, tease it a little bit. And the week after that, I'm going to do this is my pick, Phil's pick, The Ritual on Netflix. It's a good one. I love it. It's a good I one. I love that movie. I've watched one. it at least three or four times. I've watched it I've twice. I've seen it twice. Yeah, it's good. Um, but we're going to get to all that and a lot more. And then John Carpenter Month. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hold on to your tits. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't have tits? Hold on to your nips. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Samuel Jackson said, hold on to your That's right. All right. Well, this has been the Spook House Podcast. I'm Phil. I'm Phil. Your name is Jason. My name is Jason, yes. All right. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) 